0: Hey guys, welcome to the Remote Control Podcast, the show where we talk all about tech. I'm your host Soham.
1: And I'm your host Ansh. Welcome to episode one.
0: we're going to tackle some frequently asked questions. So Anj, let's get to it. What's the first question?
1: Okay, so the first question is, why is it so important to keep up with technology?
0: I mean, honestly, if uh, I think about this question, technology is like constantly changing and adapting. If we think about like 10 years ago or so, the iPhone was really small, like almost the size of a pea. And it had literally less than 16 gigs of storage. But now look, I mean, honestly, we have phones with like at least 120 gigs of storage or even more. And I think that is really the reason why we should keep up with technology because it's constantly adapting and changing.
1: I agree with that. And also I wanna point out that um, computers also have evolved over time. Because I remember in elementary school, um, we actually had computer labs um, with giant bulky computers and um, big keyboards. And nowadays, everyone has their own computer. And most schools give computers out to their students to take at home. And they're usually like touchscreen or something like that, or even sometimes like uh, MacBooks. And I can see that in my own life because um, I used to like work only on my school Chromebook. And now I'm using a MacBook Pro with the M1 chip, which is fairly new. And there's a huge difference between the two computers. And I think uh, I think that goes to show like how technology is changing through time.
0: Yeah. Uh, you bring up the topic about Chromebooks, and what I think is like really interesting about Chromebooks is that a lot of the technology in Chromebooks is actually pretty much similar technology to what these big computers had, like these powerful computers had many years ago. And I think that the fact that it's on a cheap $100, $200 Chromebook, which is a budget for a laptop now. And I think that's just crazy thinking about how the expensive tech from 10 years ago is pretty much the cheapest tech today. And I think that that transition is really what is the reason as to why we should keep up with technology. So to go on to the next question, what would you think is a strong password?
1: I think a strong password would be a password that you can first of all remember and a password with um, letters, digits, and special characters. So it's hard for anyone to just guess your password. It can't be um, just like the word password, for example, like, uh, what comes to my mind is the movie Spider-Man: Far From Home, when Happy, um, told Peter that his password for his um device was, um, the word password, and then Peter was like surprised because um he's a director of security and his password was the word password, which is kind of ironic. Um, so I think anything with a bunch of characters, letters, and numbers. And with a fair amount of length, is a good password.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, I've noticed that like password managers, like, you know, LastPass or 1Password are always are like a lot more used than they were. Because if you look at password usage from the past couple of years, like, I just thinking about my life, just like a couple of years ago, I honestly did not have as many passwords as I do now. And, since I think that it's better that you have each password is unique. I like using password managers like LastPass because they really do manage your different passwords and they remember them. And then you just have one master password that really controls everything. And I think that's like pretty powerful.
1: Yeah, I think what I try to do is I, I keep one complicated password for everything. So that um, I know my password by heart and also it's a complicated password with a bunch of special characters and a reasonable length. so it's easier for me to uh, log into things without um, having to open another tab where I have to like search up what or like a storage device where I have to search up my password.
0: Yeah, um, so um, do you want to move on uh, to the next question?
1: Yeah. So the next question is, um, what is a smart home?
0: So I feel like the smart home is something that is super relevant nowadays because it's honestly the continued like evolution of products that like we can put in our house now. I mean, if you look at like now we have smart speakers such as like the Amazon Echo or the Google Home, we have um, even like crazy things like smart blinds smart lights, smart thermostats, like there's so many like examples of like smart home tech that has emerged in recent days and so many companies that are now putting their main focus towards smart home. And I think that is why that is what smart home really is, is just the continuous evolution to make your home easier to interact with.
1: Yeah, I think I uh, I'd like to build upon that. Um I think the one of the main features that is um in all these uh voice devices and devices like the Google Home and and Alexa and um even like refrigerators with like touch pads. Um I think the main thing is voice rec- recognition. That's the main feature which is um in most of these devices and if not some devices going to be in, in them in the future um, because uh, what companies these days are trying to do is that instead of you having to touch something or press buttons in order for technology to work for you uh, instead you tell technology what to do in whatever language you want to usually it's english but slowly is developing to other languages as well um, so that the technology does Uh, the work for you without you having to um, press anything so I think that's one of the main features that is uh, very uh, relevant in smart homes um, today and the devices we use uh, in the smart home yeah
0: I mean honestly the thing when we talk about smart home we have to talk about security and privacy I mean if you think about it many people are skeptical that their like their products, their Google Home or Amazon Echo products that they use in their house are constantly listening to them. Now, this is a huge privacy concern, because I mean, if I think about it, I wouldn't want any conversation that I have with my family to be recorded by a company who's not even telling me that they're recording it. And I think that's like, pretty interesting that like, they're pretty much they could be recording or they even couldn't, you never know. And I mean, like putting these, uh, using this information from our recordings on different websites. And I think that's like pretty interesting and something that uh, needs to be considered when we talk about smart home also.
1: I think to build upon that, I think there's no doubt that companies are recording you while your smart devices are on. Because for example, um, a a few weeks, weeks ago when we um, started to think about making a podcast and, um, and we're talking about it openly while my MacBook was on, while my Google Home was on, and my devices were on around me as I was talking to you about it. I'm suddenly getting YouTube ads and ads on other social media about um, podcasting and courses for podcasting. So, And, and I, I think that goes with many other people as well, that technology is listening to you. And even though companies these days aren't too transparent about it, um, they have like long terms and conditions to read for the users and obviously nobody reads that unless unless you want to, if you have the time to. Um, and I think it's it's necessary for companies these days to be transparent about um how they use our data and how they use um the things uh how they use our conversations that we have on a daily basis and we can see that in social um the social injustices that are happening in society today because um nowadays if a, a simple video can go um around online so quickly and so fast and millions of people see it and then now you have a whole movement of people um supporting uh Uh, for civil rights or um, Black Lives Matter or um, stop Asian hate, which is a movement that has recently started. Um, So I I think technology has a major factor in those um, social injustices and and the content that we are given on social media plays a major role in our perspectives on these different uh, social injustices. And I think technology is slowly and slowly becoming a major factor in how um, people's opinions change and political opinions, and uh, furthermore from that as well. So I think techno- um, these devices, play a major part in shaping our perspectives. Yeah,
0: sure. Um, going like just tying back to the main question here a little, um. City, these political movements really are something that technology shapes. and I've, But I feel like the smart home aspect is something that many people use in their daily lives to get news like this in the first place. And it's also thing that they use to, you know, manipulate areas of their home also. So overall, I think this is pretty interesting. Um, let's just move to the next topic now. So the next question is, do you think electric vehicles really save the planet? I
1: think they, I think they completely do. Um, Because climate change is happening and electric vehicles are the first step in order to um, tackle climate change and uh, lessen the, uh, the fossil fuel exposure um, in our atmosphere. I mean, um, uh, carbon exposure in our a- a- atmosphere so I think companies like Tesla and and other electric car companies are are taking the first steps in in order to uh, tackle uh, th- things like climate change and also not only uh, tackling climate change but also um, making a sleek car design which people would just want to drive regardless of if it's electric or uh, running on gasoline so I think uh, electric cars are um, starting are in, the babe, in the baby stages of saving the planet.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But we also have to talk about the other side here because there are so many people who have noticed that manufacturing the actual batteries in these cars uses a lot of raw materials, almost kind of canceling out how much um, we save by using an electric car in the first place. But back to your, back to my personal opinion about this, I completely agree with you. I think that these uh, cars really do have potential. They're in their earlier stages, but they really do have potential to grow and um, really actually transform our carbon footprint in the environment um, in total. And also kind of just transform the way we think about using energy and kind of like Instead of going to the gas station, just plugging your car in like you plug your phone in at night, like it's just going to change the daily lives of so many people. And I think that just the fact that these electrical electric vehicles are in their early stages really shows that we have potential as society to grow.
1: I think, yeah, I completely agree with that. I think they're in the early stages of develop, developing electric vehicles and vehicles that run on electricity. But I find it quite funny that I was watching the, um, the Joe Rogan podcast the other day uh, and he had Candace Owens on his podcast who is quite literally denying that climate change exists. And in today's world, we have people who quite literally deny the science and that climate change exists. And, and companies like Tesla are taking the first steps of tackling that problem. And in society, I think we should be um, supporting these companies so that um, climate change can be tackled and uh, politicians who don't look at climate change as a big issue because they're not gonna be alive when um, the consequences of climate change um, go upon the generation that it is quite important to tackle climate change and the you know, and Tesla's taking the first steps to do so and so are other companies in the future.
0: Absolutely. I think I think we really are in a good place to start um, mass manufacturing and going forward in this sort of technology. Um you want to move on to the next topic, Anj?
1: Yeah. So the next topic is uh, so the next question is is it time to upgrade my phone, computer, or tablet? So
0: um, just to preface, while researching for um, today's episode, I noticed that this is the number one frequently asked question about technology. There are so many people who are wondering when it is, when is the right time to upgrade the tech that you have. And it honestly depends on everybody's circumstance, whether they really need to upgrade. My personal opinion is that cell phones have somewhere about two to three years of life. Laptops have anywhere between four to five years of life. And I think that these two product lives are different and that um, overall, they really do show that our, like technology is completely subju- subjective to how many years you've owned it and what kind of technology it is.
1: I completely agree with that, uh, with your point. But I also believe that it really depends on what your occupation is and what you do with the technology that you use on a daily basis. For example, if you're, for example, a Twitch streamer, um, you need a gaming computer if you want to go big on the platform. and I think then obviously you should be upgrading your um. Let's say if you have a Chromebook, for example, you should be upgrading to a gaming computer, uh, in order to um thrive on the on the platform, and uh on, on me personally, I I don't really like my phone. I I still have I have an iPhone ten, although it's um kind of recent, but all um compared to like um grown-up terms but um I I find it working fine and like the thing the thing I feel like it's really odd in society today is the constant need to continue to change your um your iPhone for example like you don't need to get the next iPhone the the day it comes out first of all it's gonna be really expensive and second of all you have if you have an iPhone 11 there's no reason for you to get an iPhone 12 unless you really, really need it, uh for like for example, your occupation. But I believe that sometimes there's no reason to be upgrading so quickly. But at other times if you're at for example, you're still at an iPhone seven, for example, um of course you should upgrade to an iPhone 12 because um you're slowly and slowly becoming outdated.
0: Yeah, I mean honestly There are companies like Apple who really seem to be putting you on this yearly upgrade loop. Like if you look at it, many iPhones, like older iPhones, Apple has just admitted to like that they're going to decrease the performance of the phone as your phone gets older, which is something really interesting. And it really shows that Apple made their older phones so good that many people don't even see the point to upgrade to the newer ones. So now Apple has to forcefully, through software updates, limit the capabilities of the mobile device to make it so that you're forced to upgrade, which it doesn't look like that's fair, since, I mean, if we've looked like from the iPhone X to the XS to the 11 and to the 12, really the only differences are a couple uh structural differences and camera but nothing major that they have changed from the 10 all the way to to the 12
1: yeah i think i completely agree with that your point um when i think when people are looking at whether if they want to upgrade their um mobile device or even their computer they have to ask the question does this um do I really need to upgrade this device? is it is there like a real need to upgrade this because like for example, um if uh, the example that I gave about gave about twitch if you if you if it enhances your op- occupation, if it helps you um, gain more money, for example, then you should totally like upgrade your device. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to not upgrade your device. but if it's just purely because it's it's the want and it's because other people are getting the new iPhone that you should too. When you have the iPhone 11, there's, and that is, I don't believe there's no reason to. There's not that big of a difference between the two phones, and and I think you have to really ask yourself: Do you really, really need to upgrade this device?
0: Absolutely. That's a really that's a really good question to tackle on. Do you really need to upgrade your device? Because, I mean, there are so many people. Who who either upgrade too early or too late, and it honestly depends on the circumstances. I mean, sometimes it's like sometimes it's good to upgrade early. Let's say that um, if you really don't like the feature set that you have in your device right now, and you really see that it's really worth it to upgrade, it is for sure worth it to upgrade because I mean it's all based on personal choice at this point because there's no right or wrong answer this is super subjective subjective Sorry. so yeah uh, all right guys um that seems to be it for today's episode thanks so much uh for listening um if you enjoyed this episode please don't forget to follow us from wherever you're listening as you know we want to have input from the people listening to our podcast also so don't forget to dm us on instagram our insta handle is remote control podcast thanks so much we'll see you in the next episode